the thirst is real. Hey all you cool cats and kittens, welcome to another episode of Thirst Canada's reality TV podcast. Today we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race, another elimination that I'm not the biggest fan of. I really did like this eliminated queen, so it was kind of disappointing, but we will be breaking all that down and their runway looks and their performance in the Challenge Gaze Anatomy. Shortly, I will be chatting with drag extravaganza makeup artists to the drag all-stars miss Khaled in a bit but as you know we break down every episode with some statistics so with one win under their belt we have jada widow and Gigi, and now miss sherry pie miss eliminated miss catfish herself is the leader of the pack and usually to have two wins five episodes in means that you are a sure shot for the crown we will see you at the finale and that's not going to happen because Sherry Pie has been eliminated. So I'm curious to see how this is going to shake out. I talk about it every week. I really think there's an opportunity for somebody from fifth or sixth place to maybe work their way into the finale if there is a live finale because COVID-19 is like ruining reality television and production has seized on everything. So I don't know how they're going to go about this finale, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Nikki Doll has been doing a bunch of press, and of course she kind of said that Watching it back, she understood why her personality didn't kind of resonate. And she also compared the season to an all-star season. So, I mean, if she was that overwhelmed with a basic season, comparing it to an all-star season, I don't think that she'll be back for an all-star season, nor do I think that she would be able to compete to win an all-star season. However, she's been in Vogue Paris. I don't think that Nikki Doll really needs Drag Race. I think she's one of a high fashion queen that will be able to kind of transition seamlessly into the high fashion world so i'm rooting for her it's just shitty i just when this queen's like brita filter in the competition still it's just like very very aggravating as you know my personal favorites have not changed they are miss jada essence hall miss widow von du and crystal method crystal method thankfully in the way that they eliminated this week we got a moment with her she got judges critiques which are great so i'm very very happy about that but before we bring Khaled out to break down the episode, I just wanted to remind you guys that Hey You is the best thing to be watching while you're in quarantine with shows like Love Island, Backgirls Club, The Simple Life, Watch What Happens Live is now on there, and Live in Hip Hop. So you can go back and watch all these seasons from the beginning, which is like pretty fucking amazing. And if you are a tele- Telus Optic Older, it's included in your kind of package so you can watch reality tv literally for free so i would check that out it's been really fun to go back and watch old episodes of bad girls club i mean if you've never gotten into the bad girls club highly 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 recommend but yeah with that said make sure if you haven't done so already you hit that subscribe button and if you like what you hear take the time to give us a five-star review write a little blurb, I love that. What we're gonna be doing this episode is we're gonna be breaking down each queen's runway and then kind of their performance in Gay's Anatomy. So Khaled and I just basically watched the episode and we're gonna go through queen by queen. So let's just kick things off with our first queen. Category is Planet of the Capes. First up, Jada Essence Hall. Okay, so we have Jada Essence Hall, one of the front runners. She's already had a challenge win. Deserving. 
Right. How do you feel about her cape extravaganza with these big shoulders, high hair? Uh, you know, look, at this point of the game, I could sit here and tweak things that I like and I don't like, but overall, the bitch is giving it right. everything. And, you know, like, I remember making a comment last week about saying how, like, she's gorgeous, she's pageantry, and I've known this girl for a long time. We haven't spoken in years, but, like, we come from the same back of the woods. Right. You know? And... I said, I'm like, uh, you know, the, it's the whole, like, pageantry makeup, same old, yep, same old. Yep, yep. And you know what? It's, like, almost like she heard me, but obviously not because it's pre-recorded. <laughs> but, like, she changed it up and gave me something different. different. So, I mean, everything about it. She's, to me, is, I don't like the whole, like, heart shape shoulder. Shoulder, right. You know, like, I think it could have been differently, my, my taste, but it's still fucking gorgeous. Like, all together, like... Like, she, I just want to push her over. Okay, you're in a good pile automatically because right. she's given, like, that's what I love about a good pageant girl. Yep. Everything's thought out. It's Everything's cohesive. Out. It makes sense. There's a thought behind yeah. it. She knew she couldn't have her hair down because of the shoulder pads. And that's something a lot of girls have an issue with either having short hair or having hair away from the face when they have something so strong at the shoulders. Yeah. You know, they then do, do huge earrings. And it's just like, it's when it's that point where you got to start editing. Yep. You know, your important. look. And she, I feel like, so far always has done, you know, like this. It's this huge, weird earring thing to the head. I don't even know what it is, but it just looks good. But she knew to keep it tight to her face yep. so it's not taken away from the shoulder. I mean, she's, she, she gets it. Yeah, she gets it. Right. Um, yeah, overall, it's like the runway kind of saved her from this performance. And that's what's a cool thing about Drag Race is that you kind of have a way to be like, wait, I might have fucked that up, but look at all this. Yeah, you better excel in this. Right. You know your <laughs> snatch game is going to be not right. snatched. Exactly. Britta! Britta Filter. <laughs> I mean, this was not really the strongest cape. It was a piece of fabric, but the most daintiest, lightest fabric. Yeah, she had a whole catsuit, chapless skirt, gown, with all this bondage and, and leather, and then you have this small, airy, see-through cape, and the challenge is cape? Yeah. It just looked like such an afterthought. Like, if, if she would have even added yards, wide length yep. to it, and even, like, a bigger hood, just even doing that would elevate the look. Because overall, 100%. it wasn't bad, but the cape was terrible. And I'm not a fan. Like, the more I see this person <laughs> on camera, like, as a personality, like, you are not a nice person. Yeah. You're just, like, I mean, they say don't blame the edit, right? Right. But you say it, so they're going to yeah. put it in. I think it's, like, one of those situations where her insecurities are really fucking with her. I think she thought she would walk in, have this competition sewn up, and she's not at the level she thought she was. Performing weekly at a show and killing it is much different from being on a TV show that's produced where you're up at 6 a.m. trying to come up with your best ideas. You know what I mean? Yeah, and professionally judged. Yes. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> listen, I get it. I, 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 don't, I don't know her. I've, I've seen her perform a couple of times. I don't know her personally. I'm sure she's a good person, a nice person, but like the way it's coming across, like you are looking like the bully every episode. Yeah. I'm always like I always count on Britta to say the shade and the negative of everything because yeah you might not feel somebody else's drag 
but that doesn't you can't take that away from them and yep. yes i have my own issues with aiden right. you know i do you know i mean i think she's really cool and quirky and everything like yeah but like i'm not gonna sit here and bash her down and instead of focusing all my freaking energy on taking this bitch down right and and attacking her like i would rather be honing in on my energy to try to figure out how i can perform the best that i can exactly and like she should have been focused on that cape she should have if she put in the energy she does on bringing down aiden into putting together a cohesive cape runway look she could have been say she wasn't terrible in the challenge so she really could have yeah i mean we we don't know what like there's so much that i'm sure they say and do that we don't get to see because editing only only does so much but like if I saw like some of the girls' capes and then like saw her cape like, and saw my cape and I'm like, fuck, this is already done. What do I do? Yeah. Like I would look around for material, anything and everything I can to figure out how I can make this look right. like something. Right. I would have been in the hotel room with my white sheet using my own blood to dye it to get something together. Yeah. Like it's make it work. Totally. I, and also I don't like any costume that looks like I went to uh, a very expensive Halloween store that I could rent or buy right it's an elevated costume look essentially because totally. that cape like i swear i saw it at like uh hustlers <laughs> during halloween Probably. for like you know like yeah and she's like okay let me just put this piece mm-hmm. of fabric yeah um care next queen jackie cox okay so we have jackie cox she's doing essentially a belly dancer nod to the middle east type cape look let me just start off. Because yeah, I was going to say, I, what do you think? Because I really... We said quiet. We didn't say much, but so I'm curious to know where you're going to go with this. I, have, I do not like Jackie Cox's drag, but I think as a boy, he is extremely talented. I want to be his best friend. I think he has a powerful story. But I just don't know if the drag... I don't connect to the drag. It's really odd to me. But as a boy in his confessional, when he's telling stories, I, I, I like that. But I don't like the drag. That... That look was kind of... Again, something that I went down in Marrakesh and bought down in the, you know, in the market right. for $30, which I've done before. Well, that's why I can say that. You know, again, I, I just like you, I think he's such an amazing and such a smart human being yeah. and good looking and everything. And his drag, I agree with you. It's just, you know, it's elevated enough for a show. Right. Right? It's like, it's polished enough and it looks good. For like a show, I don't know if it's giving me like, like what I expect on the runway is something I see in a pageant, right? right. Like if you were a pageant queen or if you're like at a concert for yeah. like, okay, like let's take the drag queens aside and put just entertainers, right? Britney or Beyonce or any of those big performers yeah. that put on a show. I expect to be wowed based off what you're presenting to me. And for me, hers is a little bit more bar yep. versus like I'm on RuPaul Drag Race. Because it looked right, but I feel like the proportions are not grand enough to make it look so like, right. yes, but she killed it. Because overall, I mean, I thought it was amazing. I right. did. But it just looked like a boy in a, you know, in a two-piece yeah, belly dancing outfit. Very like it's almost like she's right there. It's like if yeah. she just took it and dialed the knob a little bit more. Because totally, I love the headpiece. Yeah, that was pretty. It was just, I mean, like like she landed, like it was just a safe yeah. look. Um, I think she'll be weeded out once kind of. No, the I definitely agree. Down. I agreed with the where the. I, I've so far been on the same page with the judges, which makes me feel like okay, I, I kind of have an idea of what the hell I'm talking right. about, or I, I'm seeing where they're coming from. Exactly. Um, let's move on to our next queen. Simply Jan. Okay, I, I don't really like 
Jan Spore in this episode, she fucking, like, I think she should have been in the bottom. Her performance was lackluster. And if you're going to do a parachute concept look, why wasn't the parachute the K? Yeah, I was so excited when she jumped Me out. Me too. I was so excited because I was just like, oh my God. And when she said, jump out of the I'm like, and she let that go. I literally thought it was going to be a massive parachute because that would be Sickening. a stunt. Yeah, that would be one of those moments in RuPaul Drag Race that you'd be like, oh, do you remember? Yes. It's almost like Courtney Act with the wings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you know, it's like, it's just such a simple thing. But if you execute it, yeah. it's memorable. And and that one just missed the mark for me. Yeah, she missed the mark in the whole episode for me too because she was bragging about her acting. Then she picked the role that, remember, she was supposed to look sim- completely different from the first Meredith or whatever. Yeah. It just She made a lot of mistakes and I just wonder why the judges are giving her so many passes. I just seem, she seems very like... I don't know, honestly, I don't know if it's passes. I think, the, the thing is, I think it's, it's being played out right. I feel like she also delivered a... Save, save. Okay. not a terrible right i mean listen you've seen some of the runways i feel like jan's runway was a lot stronger than some of the girls runways right but still it could have been elevated and also her performance wasn't bad it was okay and also she was like on screen with some people that maybe were overshadowing like they Fair, were just a little yeah. bit stronger in their character so then she just looked lackluster but like but I agree with you. But the, you know what's going to end up happening is like we're going to see a lot of these queens start dropping because yeah. the judges are kind of going like that. You can only be safe for so long, right? Yeah. You hit a certain number in the competition and you're like either the top or you're the bottom and that's it. And I feel like so far, I would personally like to see a couple other girls go based off what I've been seeing yeah. before I would want to see Jan to even be on the bottom. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she should have been the bottom this episode. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the whole point of this. It's <laughs> right. like everybody has their own perspective and sees what they want to see. and, and it's But it's good to see because sometimes you, it opens up your eyes to some things that you miss. Right. That's what I love about just like watching and talking about it just with different perspectives, essentially. Yeah. Gigi Good. So Gigi Good did a reference to a movie that I have not seen. If I if you if we weren't watching together, I would not have gotten it's what 90210 Beverly Troopers. No, uh, Troop Beverly Hills. Troop Beverly Hills. Oh my god, it's an iconic movie. If you haven't seen it, or if you're in that millennial, which I'm also part of the millennial, but like I also was really engraved with like gay culture, and that movie like set the tone for me as a child. Really? Oh my god, there's so many. I mean, there's so many, but that movie in particular was that was. That was the thing. So, I mean, this look essentially went over my head in terms of appreciation, but you were, like, kind of gagged. You are like... Yeah, and that's what you want. That's yeah. what, you know, you want to see these girls know their history and sometimes pull out an oldie and turn it into something new and innovative. And, right. you know, just make it new again or put a, a good, um, like, uh, an homage to it. And yeah. she did that. See, that's cool, too. And that's... And this is where the, the race has a strategy to it, too. Gigi Good knows exactly what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, she knows her fucking brand. Right. She is, you know, the more I'm seeing her, the more and more I'm like, I am buying, I'm taking a bite of that cookie. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm buying a box of those cookies, girl, maybe five. Right. I'm telling you, it's, she's doing the right thing. Right, and she's, she, she, her, her pacing of everything is really good, too, even in the acting, her reactions. She's just, she really is the one to watch. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, who was it? Miss Cox said, like, you know, she thought she was going to be just this beautiful, gorgeous fashion look queen. Yeah. And she is definitely a threat because she is not afraid to look ugly. Yeah. She's not afraid to be silly. She's not afraid to get dirty. She, she's like, what's the assignment? Okay. 
nailed go. it. <laughs> yeah, and nails it. I'm, I'm here for it. But I just want to go back to Jan's eyebrows. I feel like Jan should get a t-shirt made with just eyebrows. That's brand new. And in the back have it say Jan. Just Jan. Jan. Right. (laughs) It's those little details and quirks that really... I would so buy a shirt in every color. No way. Not every color. (laughs) Every color. We'll start with black and white, but I'm here for it. Heidi! Okay, easily one of the most likable queens we've had in a while is Heidi in Closet, Heidi and Seeky. Such a fan. <laughs> Such a fan. <laughs> and it's sad because when we just talked about Gigi Good, your eyes on her, you know she's going to go up for the long haul and you love her. Oh, we all do. But it's like someone like Heidi is like, you love them and you're rooting for them, but runways like this, you're like, what? No. Yeah, yeah it's so hard. I don't, it's hard for me to talk about this, this human because she is <laughs> hilarious and so... Real and you know something. Also, got to see in the um, what was it in the? Uh, oh my god! Meet the Queen. No, I lost it. But it was um the show that comes after um, Untucked. Untucked. Okay. Just start that moment. Go. Something that I got to see. Something that I got to notice and see is Heidi in Untucked was how like you know i didn't realize she was that strong of a person but when she stood her own and came and snapped at all the queens for gaining up on aiden yeah that made me respect her i was just like oh my god she was like fuck you fuck you fuck <laughs> you leave her alone she's safe like there's like that that was a per- like that was a perfect moment where she's like you know what you can say something but now you're being a bully and now you're gaining up and yeah. that's not the sister hope quote unquote yeah. that you're trying to play off and these girls are like oh we're not attacking you like Girl, like the whole world is seeing it. Yeah. Maybe you're not noticing it because you're only doing your part, but all the girls are doing their part to this one person. So it's definitely overbearing. Right. It reminded me of Serena Chacha a little bit in yeah. terms of like, you know, well, Serena Chacha was, it's a different situation because she had an ego that I don't think Aiden brings. You totally. know what I mean? But right. in terms of ganging up, it is sad. But yeah, Heidi shows the backbone, best confessionals. Oh, yeah. She didn't really screw up the acting challenge majorly. It's her biggest screw up was the, the runway yeah oh god and i don't know who said but she looked like a young you're giving me a young diana ross i just died because it just it kind of did like you were still like it, the makeup was so blurry and not sharp that it looked like you're watching tv from the 60s <laughs> with the pixelating i mean because it's just like it just looks like water paint colors like nothing yeah. is sharp it's just you know well that's her area of that she needs to work on in her looks, but she's such an amazing, wonderful person. Right, she's a joy. Like. She's such a joy. Crystal Method. Okay. Is, you know how I, I love my Crystal Method. She's like, yeah. oh my God, like I love her. And when she walked out in this runway look, it was nice to cheer for somebody you're rooting for because she fucking killed it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I She was she was in the like, okay, I don't know her. It's not that exciting. Yeah. From the, you know, when they called out the cast when the show started and then at, literally from episode one and on i just been more and more impressed with this one she's the one who seems to like wow me yeah in a sense just because i did not see this coming I, and she's so likable and she's been a fucking pleasant and this makeup right it was fucking dope yeah it was such a cool way of seeing drag makeup look Feminine, but clowny in a different way right. than what we're used to. Like, you know, girls take it as far as, like, Trixie and, 
kimchi, which is gorgeous, but it was, it was a really cool way to see something that's kind of like in between and actually work. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. And she, if anything, is showing off her makeup chops. You know what yeah. I mean? She's not a one trick pony in terms of the clown. I just feel like now she's really come into the dark horse position in the competition where it's like, wait, this one might actually do some serious damage. Yeah, she's killing the looks. Yeah. Like, the looks look like that was a fucking cape. Yeah. That was a well thought out look. And, and I know um, Michelle didn't really like the boots, the boot. but it, the boot, it worked for me. She had I her like bangles them. on, like a necklace, like it added to the whole tropical feel of yep. this look. Oh, it was just so good. Her color, her taste. I'm like such a Crystal Method stan. Yeah. Like she can do no wrong. I'm so and her acting again. I think her and Heidi both had a role that was similar, and 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 they took it there. And they, I think they did the best that they could with it. I'm sure everything, anything, everything could be better. Yeah. But um, and that's why I think she, Method, she was safe this week. I mean, technically, but she was in the bottom five. Like, where I look at someone like Jan's runway and Jan's acting, Crystal, in terms of the full package of the acting and the runway, should have been safe. When I look at, you know what I mean? Like, even fucking Jackie Cox, that runway, you, Jackie Cox's runway next to Crystal's Frida is like, it's a shame that Jackie is safe. Like, Jackie and Jan should have been in the bottom of the pack for me. I think Crystal's runway was so elevated, so cohesive, such a shock, something yeah. out of her box. To take a risk in terms of your normal branding and it for it to, to pay off should have made her safe. I agree with you 100%. I think her uh, Crystal Method's look alone was for sure better than, for sure better than Cox and, and, Jan. and Jan's. I think what it is, it's interesting the way RuPaul did it too, because in a weird way, we know that RuPaul loves her based on the, what's, I can't even, I don't even know the reference of like hair. RuPaul's always like, Crystal, you have this. Oh, the barge. Elder barge. Elder barge, yeah. Right. Who I know of, but don't know. Right, you same. Know? Again, but that, that generation. That, the way RuPaul looks at her and her hair and in when she's a boy, um, knows that RuPaul loves her. I think this was done to essentially give Crystal Method a moment of praise. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Because she was the best of the quote-unquote worst. So yeah. it kind of worked to her benefit. Definitely. And you know something you always notice in seasons is like, RuPaul always roots for the one who's quirky, the weirdo. Yep. The, and, and usually that's basically because those people are typically the most authentic people yeah you know of who they of who they are and and what rue loves is when she points that out and they start noticing that like oh this is right yes i am doing the right thing i am being who i am and if i do this well i could be amazing and there's some that exceed yep and some don't like you know like that was a thing with with Sharon needles and alaska they were so weird and quirky and but like they honed in on what they were so good at yeah they like like they made quirky and weird be what you want it to be exactly you know? yeah they set a new standard for drag especially when it comes to the drag race competition yeah. and that's definitely crystal method yeah. of the season like yeah there's a little bit of, eight of eden but like oh my god crystal method has been as far as like elevating every look it's yes. like everything is conceptualized amazing yeah oh, i love her aiden zane okay so aiden zane i mean i fucking love that the look was amazing. And, you know, and he did a good job at, at in the challenge, in the yeah. acting challenge. He was like a broke-down Alaska, you know, Mae West. Exactly. You know, and he did a good job at it. 
I think he did a really good job at it, actually. And the look is probably one of my favorite looks he's done on the runway, for yep. sure. I caught the reference immediately. See, I didn't get even, it. Oh, my God. Especially the scene. There's a scene in the movie, too, with a cape that looks like that. And, but it, he literally, again, when you think something through and execute yeah. it, it looks so good. He didn't need a big old cape. He didn't. The cape did its part. Yeah. You know? And it stuck to his brand, which is simplicity. Yeah. He likes simplicity and spooky. And yeah. that was it. It came through. And the little touch of, what was it? Like a butterfly in his mouth? I loved bee, that. I think it is. Bee, either a bee or a butterfly. butterfly. It's a, I don't know. An insect. It's, yeah. A critter. It's, it's some kind of beetle. <laughs> right. And I think, what, I mean, we touched on it about the bullying of Aiden Zane. I just think where it's, it, it's trickling over into social media, which is sad to see. Um, people are really, because, you know, they loved Rock or they loved Nikki who gets eliminated this episode. So they're channeling that towards Aiden, which I don't like to see because in his own right... It's kind of she's a dope queen to me. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And you know, it's it's also said that he, he doesn't have the support in there to help elevate who he is as an artist. Yeah. You know, because yes, it's a competition, but the idea is not to like try to bring morals down. Exactly. You know what I mean? If you're good at what you do, like do what you're good at and see if you are the best. Yeah. But you don't need to be so hateful to somebody like what Britta's doing. There right. is some things that you could say. There's some things that the girls have said to Eden. And I honestly probably would have said the same thing, but it's all about the delivery right. and how they said it. Exactly. And, but Britta is just mad shit talking. Right. And I don't like that. I know. It makes me love Aiden more, which is yeah, the fucked up ma- part. Yeah, it makes me dislike this person that I really don't even know. Right. But, you know, but that's how you're presenting yourself on live TV. Or right. not live, but like you're, putting, you're putting yourself on TV. Like, this is... This is who you're. This is who you are, girl. This is not a script that you were reading. Right. This is you. It's coming through, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aiden. I don't think is is a front runner to win. No. I think that she maybe has. I mean, a, it could surprise us. Who the fuck who knows? The fuck I mean, look, knows. Remember Sharon? Right. Then the beginning of her season, yeah. like, I was like, what the hell is this? Right. But then, like, she started polishing up halfway through, and before you know it, at the end, she was like too. Yeah, almost like right. she like masterminded this whole thing. Right, her whole route to the yeah, crowd. Yeah, totally, which was genius. It's smart. Whether she did or she didn't, either way, well-deserved. Great and, TV. And maybe Aiden might pull a stunt like that, because so far, this is his best week, I think. Yeah. Look and... You're right. And the joy, I know this is sick, but the joy it would bring me to see Aiden send Britta home. Please, God. Like, literally, I would be so happy. I just think, I mean, it, in, in a way, do you think Britta might be the better performer based on what we've seen? But if Aiden can pull out tricks to send Britta home, I would die. Yo, we saw already Britta lip sync. Right. And I was not impressed yeah. at all. At all. I think that, I don't know, I just hope Aiden outlasts Britta. Even if Aiden doesn't send Britta home, it would be nice to see Aiden be in the competition and totally. Britta be eliminated. And how about him calling her out on her spitting? Oh! <laughs> so gross. I would die. I would be so embarrassed. I would die. I'd be like, cut. <laughs> she needs some cotton balls in her cheeks right. real quick to absorb something. Oh, my God. The Widow Von Du. Another slam dunk is Miss Widow's watermelon cape. If, you know, Sherry Pie didn't win, I thought Widow was going to win. 100%. And Widow is really setting a standard in a bar for curvier queen. Hell yes. And she's doing what Silky sought out to do yeah, last season. for sure. Like, in terms of humor, growth, selling a runway look. Like, Widow's really one yeah. of the ones. She's a frontrunner. She has a win under her belt, but I can see this bitch taking it. Totally. I Honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised. She's, 
I think she's amazing. I mean, like I said, I've worked with her before. She lights up in front of the camera and delivers every time. She's so professional. And you don't see that off camera only because like, she's a little to herself, she's quiet and it's nice and she could be in her head practicing whatever. But this, I hate the fact that she didn't like, she became a little bit of a sourpuss yeah. when she was told that she couldn't do the role. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like it's true what Ruth said, like you make it your own. Yeah. You get the script, you decide how you want to play this role. Exactly. I mean, she really killed it, and I'm glad she didn't get in her head over losing the role. She still was able to deliver, and like we said, I mean, she'll be at the end, I think, for sure. Oh, for sure. That made me crack up when she said, oh, I just swallowed that at the white party a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, and I found out that that was actually an ad lib. Right, That was yes. not even in the script. So That's it's like, talent, bitch. You if know? you're able to take a situation and add your own humor and spin to it. And that watermelon look. Right. Like, at first I was like, what the? And, the, you know, but then I was like, okay, no, she executed it well. Yeah. You know? The titty reveal. All for it. I'm I would have been, been okay if, like, okay, here's me, like, now nitpicking, right? Which I should. Because right. it was amazing. But, like, you know, the cape was like so square right if it would have been like a half moon like a slice of a watermelon yeah 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 that would have been dope that would have been like that would have been bitch to the yeah it was so good it would have taken what was a 98 percent performance and given it 100 1000 percent. she did so good yeah nikki doll so our last queen is i mean our eliminated queen miss nikki doll you know it's it's really sad to see her go it really, really is because I wasn't, I was a fan, but I slowly was like getting not great feeling vibes because of her attitude. Because yeah. it always seemed like she was always like cutting a queen or watch out bitches or this and this yeah. and that. And that's all they kept focusing on. And then it wasn't until this episode where you really saw her be so genuine and so heartfelt towards Heidi and then... You know, and then when she was up on stage and they were like, which bitch should go home? And she was just like, well, based off the acting challenge, like she, instead, she was easily to throw a bitch down and she took herself down instead. And that was like, okay, maybe you aren't that ruthless cold. Right. You know, and that made me just love her so much more. It I really know. did. I became a fan. I went, followed, I liked. <laughs> I was, yeah. All up in the DM. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I was, I was really impressed. I was yeah. like, you know, it was like, it was really lovely to see a different, like a different layer of her. And it's true. You know, language barrier is a real thing. Most Americans don't really know that. I come from a world where, you know, and some of my family members do have that. So yeah. I get the humor that yeah. sometimes can't be translated and, English. In, mm-hmm. It's in, tough. In American society, yeah. I think that it's another one, like I've said this multiple times, it's I don't understand her runway look. Sure, the cape reveal, that should have been the actual cape. There were some minor things, but the whole Mugler, right? Yeah. Inspired design is like that compared to fucking Jan's rinky ass parachute yeah. and her very simple performance, the fucking tired Persian princess gig. Yeah. Like to me, don't get me wrong. She should have been in the bottom, but she shouldn't have been in the bottom too. Too. Right. And yeah. I think, you know, and I get it. The big disconnect was Queens thinking that like doing a crazy makeup paint or look makes them crazy. And that's them letting it go. But really letting go means like everything inside egos expectations you just let it all go and act a damn fool yeah you know who i think of when i think of that is i think of eureka o'hara when she put on that diaper and yes on that stage. like Perfect that example. was like her letting go right and um there's a few there's a 
few other queens that have had a moment where they've just completely let go, but that's letting go. And I yes. know she, but you know what? For her, she did a really great job. I thought the baby thing was really good. It could have gone better for sure, right. but her runway look was sick. sick. Right, 100%. Sick. I don't care. Like, sure, attach that damn fur on the shoulder and let it just drag. Yeah. But still, overall, that was a gorgeous look. It was really, really well Compared done. to what was safe. Yes. So one thing that they brought up at the top of the episode was um, Jada being the trade of the season, and Heidi goes, Jan would be the trade if she had boy brows. <laughs> um, it goes back to me saying we should have a shirt that is just plain and just the eyebrow silhouette of yes. the drawn-in eyebrows and in the back says just Jan. Because bitch marketing. And I would buy one, and it's good because you know he is a handsome boy yeah and he's charismatic and he's funny and it's just funny to see those set of eyebrows on him so yes. that's the joke so it's not like you know he's weird or anything it's 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 cute but <laughs> it's hard to imagine trade when you're right you know Have the girl bros we've right. all we've all been there we've right. all over these eyebrows <laughs> at some point or another where we thought it was okay but who is your trade pick <clears throat> if you had to pick oh is jada your trade pick of the season trying to like go down the roster as boys i feel like jada jan i feel like also jackie i mean there's there's some handsome boys there right. there is i mean it's just hard to it, for me it's hard to label trade when you have a feminine body i see what you're Here, saying you yeah know, trade for, is the actual and for switch. my like say for my aesthetic right, right. so like that's why like um when other queens in the past were called out as the trade is because they were muscle queens. Right, like Cameron you know? Michaels. Right, you know. Kahana and so Montrese. it's not taken away from how handsome a guy looks. Yes. It's almost like, you know, it's the bouncer. You right. know, it's the security guard. It's the hot boy that's dancing in his underwear on stage. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the go-go boy. It's, those are like almost trades to me. So right, that makes sense. I get it. Because the whole point why it's called trade is that you're able to trade into the feminine services. world. Services. You're trading services. <laughs> but essentially, you know what I mean. Got the fully realized masculine and the fully realized yeah, feminine. Which, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, all that shit yeah, doesn't yeah. matter anymore. But, but I was just Michael, curious. Cameron Michael was extremely muscular, but he was able to you know, hone in on his femininity within his, with his outfits, his makeup, his yeah. hair to make him look so feminine. And then out of drag, you're like, whoa. Right. Fuck all me these, now. All the, all, the, all the queens, you know, they're all gorgeous and have nice slim bodies, but it's not. Right. Full trade in terms of trade. the body. I yeah. guess, yeah. Trade can be anybody. It's right. just my aesthetic to trade. No, and I think that's 100% fair. And I actually co-sign kind of the... Right. Your yeah. opinion on that. A lot um, of handsome boys. A lot of handsome boys on this right. season. Right. There is this season. Really, really is. Um, okay, so in terms of, like, we see this a lot in the past, but... Rock'em Sock'em Sorry was a handsome Oh, he was so Asian. cute. Like, you know, like, it was like, you know what I'm so saying? There was, there's a lot. I just don't, you know, I wanted right. to throw that out there. Exactly. Um, okay, so there's a lot of times... So we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race, which, according to statistics, you know, it's your challenge wins, your iconic runways... But there's also this thing that really doesn't factor in because RuPaul doesn't really see it is kind of this likability in confessionals and queens that we root for. And I instantly, when I think of Heidi, I think of Alyssa Edwards and I think of like Chi Chi Devane where they're just so funny giving you moments in the confessionals and likability. But I'm not trying to be negative, but don't have a shot at winning. Yeah. Like Heidi is a front runner in terms of likability. If you do a survey, she's probably one of the most liked queens right now, yeah. but with no shot of 
winning? Is that terrible to say? Yeah, I mean, you see that the the thing that they all three have in common is like they are authentically themselves. Right, one hundred percent. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the crazy, Alyssa. <laughs> but like you know, but it's the good crazy, right? Yeah. Like and and it's funny when I got to see Alyssa on. I had known her for years before that, and. When she was on, people were like, oh, she's overdoing it or she's acting. I looked over and I'm like, no, no, you don't know. This is her toning it down. down right. This is a crazy person in every good way. She's just so high. It's You know what it is? It's high energy. Yeah. And she only, and also like she lives in her own world in a sense in some things. Yeah. So it comes across sometimes like this bitch is nuts, but you're here for it because it's so funny. So yeah. you're able to see through her dimension and see the <laughs> uh, the the other dimension that's happening around her. So you're like, oh, this bitch is crazy. But right. like funny. Because it's lighthearted. She's not crazy in a mean, like, right. you know, It's not down. dark. Yeah. It's very light of and course. joyful. And that's how it should be. And that's what it should be. Like, you know, you're always going to be remembered if you're likable and you're also going to be rehired when you're right. likable. Let's talk so, about that part. You know. I mean, I think that Heidi, I mean, is one of the ones that will for sure be on an All-Stars if it continues, All-Stars 6, because she just needs a little bit time to, like, secure her painting, <laughs> like, figure out that whole issue, and I think there's something about being on the show, being as well-liked as she is, and coming back bigger and better than ever. Like, Alyssa Edwards, in terms of career, what she brought her first season shouldn't have brought her the career she has. Does that make sense? You Well, yeah. It's hard for me to say that because Alyssa Edwards was Alyssa Edwards before RuPaul Drag Race. Alyssa Edwards was already and, oh, right, very in terms of the pageant well known, world and of stuff. Of course, yeah. Because before RuPaul Drag Race, how you determined who these queens were is based off this pageantry system. Right. And there's four main ones. There was Miss Continental, Miss Gay Yusufay, EOI, which is Entertainer of the Year, and Miss Gay America. There's other pageants after that for sure, but the longest running and the ones that like most people look at nationally is those four and and Alyssa Edwards has paid her dues and has won some and competed in some and landed in really good places. So she had made a really good career of herself in the drag industry. Interesting. Yeah. So so I hear what you're saying, but for me, like when Alyssa came on, I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. Right. This makes sense. Yeah. It was like the next kind of. You know, thing. same thing with Roxy and Coco, and you know, so it's funny. Like to a lot of these, like who are these like pageant queens, like. To the world that doesn't know, right? You're you know, like because icons. you didn't know drag before the drag world, yeah. before the uh, pageant world, you, you know. And so Alyssa was that. So I knew she was always going to be a star, and that's, you know, it's just nice not to see her kind of own in on her um, brand. Right. She's focused it a lot, and that's what I'm saying. Is like I love when RuPaul kind of points out to them, like you know, stick to who you are, like know who you are, what you. you and I think Alyssa got that. And then ran with it. Yeah. And I think that's what led her to having such a great successful career. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know? I mean, when Britta says she won Entertainer of the Year, is she talking no, about... No, no, no. She didn't win Entertainer of the Year. No, no, she did not say that. She and said she New York City's Entertainer. Yes, New York City's Entertainer of the Year. Now, very I different. Very different. Like, I don't know if that is just a state title. Because sometimes there's... So like, it's not the official Entertainer of the Year. Because from my point of view... No. Oh my god! Yeah, it, okay. could, it could it could be a prelim to the national pageant. Fair, you know, like I've won Miss Illinois Continental. I've been I've won Miss Florida. Con I mean, I've won a few continental pageants. Yeah, but they're state, not nationally. So I'm not gonna go out there and be like, oh hi, I'm former Miss Continental. No, right. I would not say that. interesting. Yeah. So I also don't know if that was 
her prelim or it was just a um like some i know like some cities or some states will have just like a state pageant right. and it's not really linked into any system. major system you know so it's interesting I'm, i'll be interested to look that up actually now that right. you say that so to wrap up who are you kind of looking forward to you know what i mean seeing more of who is your winner pick at the end of this episode um, and just give me your final thoughts. What do you think? Of? Okay, final thoughts. But I'm going to go back to really quick to what you were saying about how you would like to see Heidi come back in season six of All Stars. I disagree. I would like her to come back maybe in season seven or eight. Because what they did wrong with Chi Chi is they put her on right after her season. Too soon. And she was too soon. It wasn't, yes, she was a little bit more polished, but not polished enough. Because if you know that your first showcase as episode one on all stars is gonna be the talent show 100 so you better bring your fucking talent show you in them flats and with this long yeah. stringy wig that it, you know and throwing that baton and it just hell no that's not an all-star movie yeah and chi chi has the talent that she was the does. sad part to totally. see is so that... like chi chi i feel like needed like another two years of just perfecting her craft because yeah. i also just saw her in the show here in la where, you know, she played, um, God, I forgot, excuse me, we'll put that maybe in. Right. Um, but she did this whole show. Like, Is this it, the one with Eureka and Yeah. Them? Yeah, it, The Prison. The Prison. And it, she was, oh my God, it was so good. All these girls were so good. Huh. Ginger Minj was amazing, who was also another one of those um, queens that was able to let go in that challenge. Remember, right, you know, with like, the baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can. You just have to break that wall. Yeah. You know, and same thing with Brooklyn Heights being naked and, you know, at, at the, in the long chair. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? It's right. like you, you could still be a beautiful queen and be like, you know what? Nope, I'm going in full. Right. Full Let me mode. do this. Get it done. So that's what I say about Heidi. Now, as far as like who I'd love to see more of, definitely Jada, definitely uh, Crystal Method. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Method. Um, um, those two for sure who I'm like kind of like really excited and from my understanding obviously Sherry, Sherry Pie is bringing it and I know I don't want to put too much thought into this but like she killed this episode right. like that ma I can't now I can't imagine any other person doing that character yeah exactly like the whole turtleneck like this my <laughs> neck I was like dying and it gets my knee like I look I just kept cackling and I was like I shouldn't be but funny is funny right it's so funny what i just realized is that we were basing we just went through the video that's posted on the official rupaul sherry pie wasn't in she it wasn't in it huh so they're scrubbing her of everything <clears throat> you know she deserves it <clears throat> she uh, yeah. deserves it like you know you, you know no you can't do that you know yeah. and that needs to set a tone to let everybody know like this one is not okay right and two there are consequences and eventually it will come up and when it does like be ready because right. And it's going to have what's, what's, what's so unfortunate and really drives home that message is that Sherry Pie is killing this competition. Yeah, she's good. That's the unfortunate she, part about it. Aww. She is good. She played her cards right. I mean, right. she said that she's been trying to get on the show for a long time. She's been prepping for this. And you know what? She is doing it right. Right. The key it, is to be a good actress. Yeah. And clearly, she fooled us all. Right, she fooled the fucking damn world, bitch. She's yeah. been playing character stunts. Oh, my God. It's just, yeah, it's very, um, it's unsettling, but it really drives on the message. If she went home kind of in these couple first few episodes, it wouldn't ring as loud as it's ringing when she just won a challenge again. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. 
Oh, it's so interesting to watch. Yeah, I would have loved. I know they're like giving money for every, you know, everything she wins. They're giving like to the Trevor Project five thousand right. dollars. I wish they would give that. I mean, that's great that it's going there, but I also wish that they could really kind of honor the queen that would have been the winner. Yeah, because if you're disqualified, right. then it's the person that's before you is the winner. So they should be entitled to something and maybe yeah. they are getting something and maybe we don't know about it but like i feel like it would have been great to be like actually boom this right. person gets this money or even just in terms of resumes you know when you're at the end why should you win look bitch i won six challenges you know what i mean technically let's say widow in our minds came in second in this challenge right yeah. that's her second challenge win yeah um and that's a resume changer for yeah. the crown it it's really not- does and I wouldn't be shocked if if, uh, if uh, Widow goes far because from based off what she's been delivering, right. it's been consistent and it's on her brand and you know it's well well executed. Some things better than others, but all in all, based what I'm seeing, yeah, you know, like Gigi Good, I'm excited to see what she's gonna bring True. to the table because same thing every episode. I'm like, yes, I'm loving this hype. I'm feeling this hype. At first, I was scared because I right. don't, you called it like I didn't want another fame. Yes. You know, like everybody was rooting for her and it was great. And she was still great, but a lot of other queens just boom, overshadowed her quickly. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen with her, which in my eyes now, I feel like it's not. I feel like she is holding that front runner spot. Yeah. It's going to take a real mind fuck to to just even nudge her off that spot. Yeah. So, and who do you think can right now can take the whole thing? Gigi Good. Gigi Good. Yeah. Uh, consistently I'm, I'm thinking about it over, right. overall consistently Gigi good for sure and it's based off what I also like and I'm also seeing like based off like what the judges also like and what they want to yeah. see you know and she's been every single time she is polished she's and her brand and yeah. being stupid and being crazy being funny sexy fashion I mean she's bringing it all she really, yeah. really is and what I really do like and respect about Gigi good is that there's a play I think that the drag race audience is split you have 50 year old men that are watching this Mm -hmm. and you have 12 year old boys watching it on a laptop in their room and what she's being able to do by paying homage to these older movies and stuff you know what i mean she's really kind of spreading her love throughout the fan base as a big unit it's so smart so much gay history that most millennials and even gen z like don't even know about or can't catch and even some things like like i feel like i'm very well versed but I'm always like flabbergasted yep. when something comes across my table and I'm like, I'm like, oh shit, no way. I've never even seen that movie. You know, it's, and it's so cool because these are people that set the paved way for this right. show to even happen. And when the Emmy, okay right. Yeah. So it's, it's like, really people cool. don't understand everything starts with a ripple. You yep. are so powerful with just what you do. And if you have a good message and deliver it, you never know where that can take it. Yeah. You know, 100%. So, I mean, I just wanted you to let people know where they can insta-stalk you, because thank you for doing this again. But I also want to plug, you're going to be doing some really... So, you have some cool stuff coming out, like literally Nina West's VH1 commercial oh my God, just yeah, came that, out. That was last week, yeah. We did a Pantene Pro-V hair commercial for a drag queen, which is amazing, because if you think about all the Pantene women, it's like... Nicole Scherzinger, like I mean, there's Eva been like, Longoria, yeah, yeah. I mean, these women, these <laughs> superstars, and now it's like Nina, Nina West, yes, bitch, and I'm here for her. This little Ohio girl, well, you know, she's a tall Ohio girl, right. you know, and just killing the game, and she's also so freaking professional. But yeah, we just, um, I did 
three commercials for them. One just aired. And um, it was amazing. She was fucking hilarious in a, in a barn riding a tractor. Right. It was so funny. So well done. And <laughs> I think you. that, I mean, we're gearing up for some like quarantine content hustling. So yeah, it's keep hard. an eye. Yeah, it's easier said than done. But where can people insta-stalk you? Um, at call it O-Day. C-A-L-L-I-T-O-D-E-H. Yay. Call it a day. And then if you haven't done so already, if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star review only if you liked us and write a little comment. Those shit, all that stuff, you know, helps and adds up. We just made our venture into TikTok. It's going to be mostly social media clips, and that is just at Thirst. You can follow us on Instagram at This Is Thirst. Thirst is with a Y. I'm Neil Joshua, A-N-E-A-L Joshua on Twitter and Instagram. I'm so excited to see how this season's going to shake out. We'll be doing this again next week. We're just locked up here, so. I'm super excited. I really wasn't that excited about this last episode, but like, you know, let's see how this goes. Right, we'll it see just, where it goes. It was missing something. It was missing an oomph, for yes. sure. Um, well, thank you guys. Stay safe out there. Remember, there's so many distractions just like this. Reality TV, watch, rewatch. There's ways to get out there and still keep keep your mind and life busy. Yeah. I do want to point out like how amazing RuPaul actually looked. Right, the green runway. look. I'm sorry. Right. I was just looking over at my note and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot let this one slide because she looked amazing. Right, that was the best she's looked all season. I love when she looks like this, kind of like gives me this like Afrocentric kind of like, yes. like you know, the Diana, Diana Ross vibes. Like yep. she does it so good to like a new point of view of it. Yeah. You know, and she, that's to me, that's those are the looks that like, Rue always kills it. Right. That's a great way to go out with Rue's best look. Mm -hmm. That green, the afro. It was amazing. She better work. Right. Thank you guys so much for being with us today. We love, obviously, talking about these queens. We will be back next week to break down Snatch Game. I can't believe Snatch Game is next week. It's like, I feel like this season is kind of, you know, moving very quickly. Or I think they bumped up Snatch Game. Yeah, they probably bumped up Snatch Game. But if you haven't done so already, please check us out on Instagram at This Is Thirst. And yes, we are new to the TikTok. We are on the TikTok. And our TikTok is at Thirst. Thirst is with a Y. We just throw up some fun reality TV clips on there. My name is Neil Joshua. You can follow me at A-N-E-A-L Joshua. And like I said, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. And... Drop a little nice review if you have a minute. It's not like you have anything else to do. We're all locked up in our houses, so do it. Thank you. And always remember. The thirst is real.